Chapter 11 Baxter recounts returning to the doomed galley to help Kai save his mother. Our ship sailed peacefully for distant shores with light hearts, having restored the miraculous mantle of Elijah to its rightful guardians. But fate had unfinished business with Kai and myself, for the trials entwining us with that unholy pirate, Pilate, were not yet ended. Troubled dreams plagued my restless nights, phantoms swirling through drowned wrecks, forgotten oaths, dire prophecies of a final reckoning. Ominous dread ate at me until I could bear it no more. I knew our course must bend back once more into peril. I confessed my visions to Kai and found them mirrored in his own nightly wrestlings. Mystical signs indicated his homeland still lay shrouded in darkness. Anfisa and the mantle required protection only we could provide. To turn away would be to break sacred vows, not just to them, but our own souls. Heavy of heart, we put about and let the winds speed us back across the vast ocean to the island sanctum. Six weeks later, we raised the familiar volcanic peak, but smoke now shrouded the sky. My foreboding spiked. Had calamity befallen the peaceful village in our absence? Beaching our longboat hastily, I sprinted up the familiar path with Kai close behind. Bursting from the jungle, my blood turned to ice. Looted ruins and cold campfires told a grim tale. The settlement had been ransacked and destroyed mere weeks past. Frantically, we searched for any clue to the fate of the inhabitants, but only abandoned relics and empty graves remained. At last, in the nearby caverns, we found solemn evidence of their ultimate destiny. Huddled together in the deepest recesses lay the remains of the entire population, slaughtered to the very youngest and oldest. Crude sea raider weapons implied the attackers, but it was clearly the work of Pilate and his inhuman minions, erasing all trace of the mantle and its power. Kai wept openly at the cold-blooded genocide of his clan and adopted family. I could only grip his shoulder, paralyzed by grief and fury. Once again, Pilate had taken everything from me, home, purpose, loved ones. Only an animal emptiness remained barely able to contain the volcanic rage churning beneath. But Kai mastered his sorrow first, rising with righteous wrath blazing from his eyes. Anfisa will have fled with the mantle rather than let it be captured, he rasped. We will find her and make her people's sacrifice worth the cost. Roused by his courage, I embraced his quest for justice. Somewhere on the wide ocean, Anfisa sailed in secret with her holy cargo. We would track her to the ends of the earth and reclaim what was lost. Our ship swiftly bore us back out onto open seas, the trail still fresh. Six days passed anxiously, plumbing rumours at remote ports for any whispers of Anfisa, mystic artefacts or curses from thwarted evil. Such tales inevitably swirled around Pilate's passing, though shrouded in maritime mythology. Then a grizzled sailor in the Azores spun a yarn of two ships engaged in fierce battle not far off Cape St. Vincent a fortnight past. One was an unmarked caravel 
fit to burst with other worldly energy, its crew striking like avenging angels. The other, a black-sailed dreadnought filled with fearsome cutthroats, soon destroyed. My heart seized, and Fisa battling pilot himself. She had not fled after all, but bravely stood her ground. Her ship bested the midnight raven against all odds. But had she survived the bloody engagement? Her heading afterward was unknown. As Kai and I charted a course toward their last reported position, I swore an oath upon my weathered sword. We would find Anfisa safe, or breathe our last, erasing the vile stain of Pilate from this world forever. Let hell spit forth its worst. If heaven stood with us, justice would prevail. It was a quiet Kai who kept watch with me late that evening. I knew he was wrestling with his own inner darkness. But hatred for Pilate must not consume our hearts, or we were no better than the cruel fiends we fought. I reminded Kai the mantle's light still shone, and it would guide us through the coming storms. On the twelfth night, colossal bolts of chain lightning ravaged the heavens, signaling our arrival in cursed waters. Pilate yet lurked near full of wrath for his defeat. As thunder boomed, we prepared ourselves for battle. Sure, the midnight raven would appear from the veils of rain. But only endless cascades of water assaulted our decks. Each shadow hid phantom wraiths to our restless eyes. Sleep was impossible as we awaited the prophesied confrontation with Destiny's errand boy, returned from myth to work his obscure ends upon our lives, what damned scheme fueled his twisted crusade? Near dawn, the gale abated, giving way again to empty sea and sky in all directions. Nothing remained of Pilate's vaunted ship save scattered flotsam. We trawled the debris carefully, but found no survivors or evidence of Anfisa's fate. All mysteries remained veiled. Kai gazed toward an ominous line of storms on the horizon, lightning flickering within. Pilot is wounded, but remains dangerous. Anfisa sails there. We must follow before her beacon is lost to us. How Kai sensed her presence in those roiling thunderheads, I know not but his intuition had proven well in the past. I ordered us into the building tempest. Torn canvas and whipping spray tested the crew's nerves and seamanship as we plunged heedlessly into the ninety-foot swells. Each man knew deadly risks lurked beneath the cold facade of duty, but hot vengeance burned in every breast, dispelling fears of watery graves, Pilot's vile reign would end. Three days and nights passed without respite, in conditions man nor ship were meant to endure. The heavens vomited continuous fury upon our heads. Lesser men would have broken or turned back, but our destiny could no more be denied than the numbing cold seeping into our very bones. On the fourth day, the sea itself seemed ripped asunder, a whirlpool forming where no landmass should be. Currents gripped our hull, dragging us into the roaring vortex, the fabled abyss of Absalom.
No power could save us from being swallowed by the merciless moor. Nor did we wish salvation until our final battle was won. Round and round we spiralled toward the bottomless pit. But strangely, it was no shipwreck graveyard filling the watery void. A lone vessel floated intact at its calm centre, sails serenely billowing. The Midnight Raven. Her master awaited our arrival with certain doom. Our crippled prow bumped against her thick oaken planks. Grapples flew instantly, locking us fast to our adversary even as we sank slowly toward the innermost depths. This wreck would become our battlefield. Pirates flooded aboard, faces alight with madness and bloodlust. Hacking viciously, they sought not plunder but death, ours and theirs, for Pilate had long damned their souls to bondage. Oblivion was their only earthly hope of release. Kai and I slew the possessed marauders without mercy, pitting only their lost humanity. No more would Pilate claim souls. But their numbers barely thinned against our whirling steel. Our end seemed painfully close when ghostly shrieks halted the insane mob. All eyes turned to the swirling vortex. Piercing the roaring curtain of water glowed an azure light, pulsing with reflections of some heavenly sphere. Then burst forth Anfisa herself, wreathed in blinding radiance, her face filled with divine wrath. The light seemed to scorch the damned pirates where they stood. Those failing to flee overboard cast themselves into the sea under Anfisa's holy gaze. Only charred and smoking husks remained on deck. We had to shield our eyes from her transcendent glory. Then the light coalesced and dimmed, revealing the source of Anfisa's miraculous aspect, the mantle of Elijah billowing and flickering around her. Fury melted into joy at this vivid proof of her survival and faith rewarded. With the pirates routed, grim purpose remained. Pilate awaited below. There could be no peace until the serpent's head was severed. Anfisa, Kai, and myself descended into the raven's belly, weapons bared, the mantle blazing brightly around Anfisa. Let retribution at last be served. The cursed galley's ring of hellfire provided ample light by which to observe the gruesome prologue. Mutilated corpses littered the shot-scarred decks, abandoned by their master in deranged sacrifice. Madness danced in Pilate's flaming eyes as we approached for the final reckoning. A twisted duel unfolded between Anfisa's divine radiance and the diabolic darkness enshrouding Pilate. The mantle gradually dissolved his concelling shadows, until at last his tragic history stood revealed. Both he and Anfisa were sundered shards of the same anguished soul, the soothsayer who sacrificed himself so long ago to spare common folk across the seas from annihilation. Him we knew as the prophet Elijah from shadowy legends, in dying, his pure spirit shattered into embodiments of light and darkness, Anfisa and Pilate. Two halves at war across the Gulf of Aeons. Now the destined hour of reunion arrived. 
Yet Pilate resisted, addicted to power and wrath. Inch by inch, Anfisa approached her tormented half, drawing Kai and myself along in her wake. But Pilate recoiled deeper into the sinking galley, ranting against destiny. We pursued him through disintegrating timbers into the abyssal vortex, the mantle making all obstacles naught. The choice loomed, accept forgiveness and healing unity, or perish alone, cursing creation. Stripped of disguises, Pilate teetered on the crumbling brink. Anfisa's hand remained outstretched, waiting to pull him back from the precipice. But some tragedies cannot be averted. Pilate leapt willingly into the roaring void, proclaiming, You are not my salvation. His bitter laughter echoed endlessly through the darkness, until at last the waters rushed in to fill the void where a broken soul once stood. We watched silently as the midnight raven finally slipped beneath the pounding waves, never to terrorize mortals again. Then Anfisa clasped our hands, fresh sorrow in her ageless eyes, but ahead dawned a new day for humanity, and our work had only begun.